Are you a runner? Or more importantly, do you want to become one? Do you want to know where to begin or how to get better? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Run Amazing Utah, where runners of Utah share their inspirational stories of how they conquered their battles, reached their goals, and overcame the seemingly impossible. If they can do it, so can you. What if you could? I mean, reach that big dream that you've always dreamt about. Maybe you think it's impossible. Maybe others have told you it's impossible. Maybe it's your body that's holding you back. Maybe you feel like you've aged or it will never be well enough to do what you want it to do. Well, guess what? That's not true. At Body Smart, we empower you and teach you how to make changes toward the kind of life you want to live and give you the tools you need to reach that goal you've always wanted to reach. From running your first mile to qualifying for Boston, we have everything you need to reach that dream. Call us at 801-479-4471 or contact us through our website, bodysmartutah.com. We can help you maximize your performance and stay on the road. Let us help you reach that dream. Hey guys, so we're bringing you another old podcast another body smart podcast with covid and with the holidays it's been hard to get together with anyone to interview so we're going to be doing kind of reruns of the body smart podcast for a few weeks here until we can start getting people in the clinic again we interview sherry shepherd here and she's just a stellar runner so we hope that you enjoy this podcast again if you or a friend has an awesome fun inspirational running story and you would like to share your story with the world, reach out to us um, either on our Facebook page or our Instagram, Run Amazing Utah. You can also contact us through Body Smart. Again, you can find us um, on our Facebook or Instagram, Body Smart PT. Reach out to us and we would love to feature you too. Again, I hope you enjoy this podcast and we'll catch you guys next week. Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become Body Smart. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Body Smart Podcast. I'm Dr. Cameron Garber, and I am here with a special guest today, um, Sherry Shepard. She is a woman of many shoes. So instead of many hats, it's many shoes because she's a running coach, she's a piano teacher, as well as. Um, a trainer at Gold's Gym in Kaysville. And so she has an Instagram uh, kind of blog and Instagram page uh, called The Piano Runner. Awesome stuff, very inspirational, some of her posts. Um, and so I wanted to invite her on. We recently did a metabolic test and it was awesome to see her results. She really killed it and just so fun to see. And so in just some of our conversations, um, with that and in reading her blog, I was just inspired about some of the things she talked about and said, and I wanted to be able to share that with my audience. And so thanks so much for watching um, this episode of the Body Smart Podcast. And I want to introduce you to Sherry Shepard. So Sherry, tell us a little bit more about how you became the piano runner. Tell us your, your origin story, <laughs> as right. it were. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, um, music is kind of my first love. Yeah. I played the piano for pretty much my entire life. Awesome. And I mean, I used to get out of household chores when I was growing up because my mom liked to hear me play and I was always practicing. So, See, um, kids, you can get out <laughs> of chores if you practice a piano. That's right. <laughs> um, so that's my first love. Yeah. And I've, I've taught piano for 20 years, probably. Awesome. Um, I did release an album in 2009 called Solitude, which is piano awesome. solos. 
Um, That's great. It's kind of on my to-do list to do another one, but kids and life and everything. Right, right. Um, it's always a, a balancing act. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. So um, I do have five kids. Oh, and fun. So I left that crazy. out. That's a whole nother set of many shoes <laughs> yes, there, I'm right? I'm a mama too. So after I had my third baby, mm-hmm. um, all of my babies I had postpartum depression. Mm. And by the time the third one came along in three and a half years, I was kind of desperate. And so a she came story. along. And, yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't like the antidepressants. I didn't like how they made me feel. And so yeah. I decided to just take my double stroller with my three babies in it <laughs> around wow. the little track at the park. And yeah. Just kind of fell in love, and I could run Perfect. half a mile. I mean, and yeah. then just, <laughs> just whatever you could get in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so when my baby was four months old, I decided to sign up for a five k. Awesome. And it's really funny. It took me forty two minutes. I had to do a potty break in the middle, but I loved it. And yeah. I felt I just felt so much joy, and right. I, that just was the beginning. For that me. sense of accomplishment, huh? Yes. That seemed to like kick it off. Yes, that's and awesome. So I just kept going further and further and further. I finally ran my first marathon at the age of 30 in 2008. And I've done 20 marathons since then. Oh my goodness. A lot of other distances. So that's crazy. That's awesome. It just, it just brought me joy. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And then in 2014, I got certified to become a trainer. Um, All the way through that whole experience while I was running, I was also going to the gym and kind of fell in love with lifting weights at the same time and cool. I really just wanted to share it with other people so I okay. decided to get certified awesome so it yeah. seems like you're kind of a teacher by nature piano yeah like it, you love to teach your passions as well as do. as do them yeah. so awesome mm-hmm. so running coach and and then trainer as well as piano teacher teaching seems to be something you really love to do um where did that come from that that teaching passion i guess um i think part of it is i'm the second oldest of eight kids okay you know yeah Um, yeah my wife's from a big family so she kind of does the same thing in her family a bit yeah and i just i don't know i think if i feel a passion for something i just maybe i'm an empath or something i just want to share it i just i feel excited about something i want everybody else to to do it too awesome well makes a lot of sense (laughs) that's awesome Well, so one of the things then that I read in your blog was just kind of about how you were fed up with some of the the image of fitness. Like uh, so much of what we see in the fitness world is this very, you know, image centric message of like you have to look a certain way or be a certain way or things like that. And you were kind of saying, I'm done with that. I'm done with that mentality. I'm done with that world. Um, and that that to me was really inspiring. That's a message I try to get across to my my patients, my clients, and and things to to help them understand that fitness should be about more than that. So tell Absolutely. us a little bit more about how you got to that point, and kind of what your thoughts and feelings are right. along those lines. Well, for for one thing, I mean, starting out, of course, I had baby weight to lose. Sure. And I felt I found myself kind of stuck, and I've had a lot of clients that feel the same way. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm focused on this certain number on the scale, and it's not right. happening. And it's very frustrating. Right. And also, what does society tell me I'm supposed to look like? Or I go to the gym and I compare myself to all these other fit girls. Right. But I don't know what their story is. I don't know how they got there. Got there, yeah. And the one thing that I love about running specifically is it is so performance-based. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you go in the gym, it's really aesthetically based and it's hard to kind of step out of that. So true. And so, so true. Yeah. And so I really like the idea that I'm improving my performance, that I'm getting stronger, that I'm getting fitter, that I'm getting faster, 
or that I'm just feeling healthier. Right. And if I focus on that, the other stuff is kind of a byproduct and it happens by itself without really focusing on it. And so, right. I um, love that. You know, I just, I just really like to see what my body can do and test those limits rather than try to see a number on the scale. Right. And so one thing that I think is really important is when you explained your timeline, you talked, you know, kind of about uh, a five plus year timeline. It's Mm -hmm. not like you just went out and started running marathons and all of a sudden, you know, you could, you could do all that or that all of a sudden you just decided one day I'm going to be a trainer and get really strong and and fit and all those things. It kind of was this process that took time. It does take time. Yeah. Right. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm -mm. And, and it's easy to get frustrated because you really want it right now. I mean, that's just kind of where we're at right now in society. We just want it right now. Right. Here's my phone. You know, I can just look it up on Google, you know, it doesn't, it's not that easy. Right. We all want hacks or tricks or things. And it's, it's not about that. It's about that consistency of effort over time. And it takes years Today, I was speaking with a client about how, you know, she said, I, I did run a half marathon once, but I don't, she said, I think I'm, you know, that's years down the road. And I thought, maybe it is years down the road. And that's okay. Like, you, you're here where you're at today. Let's shoot for something much smaller. Let's shoot for just exercising consistently. And right. then maybe a 5K. And then, you know, like... Right it's okay that it's going to take time. It's that you're headed in the right direction. That's, that's more exactly important. It. And having stepping stones along the way right. and setting a goal that, I mean, maybe your marathon goal is five years down the road, right. but maybe even just, maybe even a fast 5k is down the road, but maybe I can do just finish a 5k, yeah. you know, or maybe I can just, you know, have those stepping stones so that you don't, so you can feel accomplished and feel successful along the way. Right. I, I so agree that you've <laughs> got to have those things that you've built in as, as goals, you know, sometimes micro goals, but goals that lead you towards something bigger and the something bigger really doesn't matter what it is. It's just yeah. that you're headed in a direction towards a healthier, happier life. Mm -hmm. So uh, how do you help your clients define what their healthy, happy life looks like? You know, it really is a very personal thing. Oh, yeah. That's that's one of the reasons why as a trainer, it's I my my job is so interesting because everybody's so different and I can't just give everybody the same cookie cutter. Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) Knock over my water. Yeah. Um, The same cookie cutter plan because everybody's goals are so different. Everybody's body, the way it reacts to the stimulus is different. And so, um, it's, it's really just very personal. I, you know, I talk to them. I know I've had clients that have dealt with the same thing I have with depression and, um, we find something that just brings them joy. So whatever that is, if it's running great, if it's lifting great, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just whatever, whatever's going to make you feel happy. Right. And that's really, for me, for me personally, that's the goal. I mean, whether the goal is to run a marathon. That's kind of the secondary goal. Right. I agree. I agree. To me, I I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I think the goal should be less about aesthetics, should be less about the number on the scale, should be less about even, even the marathon per se. I think it's a great goal, but it's not it's not in doing the marathon. It's what that represents. Absolutely. It's the fact that I can now do something that's very hard. I can now do something that takes a ton of time and preparation and training. It means that if I look back at my life, where I'm at today is so far different than what it was when I felt unhealthy and sick and bad about myself. 
And so those types of things are really what the goal should be is just reframing and restructuring who we are and how we are. Exactly. But it happens, like we talked about, through those little steps. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important to help people come to that realization. Um, so I guess with that, what was kind of what changed your mind in terms of what fitness should look like or be like? Um, I think I've always kind of been more focused on performance. Sure. Um, but I do have one experience. It was my fifth baby Mm -hmm. and I was super motivated, (laughs) so motivated. And this is where nutrition kind of comes into play for me. Yeah. Um, because I was working out like crazy and I was doing my 1200 calories on fitness pal, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That they put everybody on my eye twitch. Right. Um, but what, what happened for me was I was just stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, at the time I was kind of focused on losing this amount, X amount of weight. Right. I had to get back down weight. to, yeah. yeah. I still haven't gotten there, by the way. <laughs> Which is but I am more totally fine. Yeah. Um, but what happened is I decided to, I can't remember exactly what made me think of this, but mm-hmm. I decided to try to eat more to fuel mm-hmm. my body. Awesome. And all of a sudden the results started happening. Right. So, so I'm a big advocate of using nutrition to fuel versus the right. other way around. You right. Know, just like, oh, I've got to work it off, you know? Right. Oh, losing weight through starvation. Losing weight through through calorie deficit because of not eating enough always backfires in the long run. Right. Can you lose weight that way? Yes. Short term. Is it a good idea? No. It slows your metabolism and you feel miserable. You get hangry. Right. All these things. Right. But often when you plateau, you plateau hard. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I agree. Usually more calories is the answer, not and fewer. To answer your question, the thing that I discovered mm-hmm. when I started to feel more, yeah. more like more quality food, was that my performance increased. That's and that awesome. felt really good. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't care what the scale says. I can run fast and I yeah. can lift a lot of weight. It was yeah. really exciting. That's awesome. So that's kind of what turned the key for me that at that time. Right, was so. seeing the performance, the success, and the the weight on the scale didn't really matter. You were kicking butt. Yeah. 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 And that's what matters. You just got to kick butt every day. <laughs> right. No. And it, it, it's a process to get there to where you can kick butt every day. But honestly, it's achievable in, in steps. And as you do that, like, it's awesome to hear of people that have made that transition from, you know, having to take a break on a 5k yeah. to like 20 marathons. That's incredible. And so how, how are your marathon times coming? Faster and faster rather than slower and slower? Oh, yes. Faster and faster. It's, I've, um, from my first marathon to my PR marathon, mm-hmm. I've cut off an hour and nine minutes Wow. off of my marathon time. So, so here's a question. Which marathon was harder to run? I don't know. Because I tell you, my first marathon... I was so happy. Okay. I was That's thrilled. Awesome. I was so excited. I was running a 10-minute mile, and I was so happy to be running. That's I remember awesome. I bursting into tears at mile 23 thinking, I'm about to finish a marathon. And every marathon, I've had some really bad ones. Yeah. I haven't felt that way. Most people have. But there <laughs> yeah. is something about the marathon specifically and about endurance running yeah. that is so spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why... I, I love it so much. And like you were saying before, I feel like the finish line is really the byproduct. Mm-hmm. It's the getting fitter, getting, you know, the finish line isn't the goal. The goal is learning about yourself right. and learning what you've got. Right. And the training is what I feel so fulfilled with. Oh, because, yeah. Because I, I can see what I've got and I can see 
what more I can do with myself. Yeah. So, yeah. and with my body. Right. And that's so true. The training is really where the testing yourself comes in. Mm -hmm. So the, during a marathon, it's a fun experience because there's people lining the marathon route and they're cheering you on. And as uh, there's moments of misery for sure, but it's, it's actually a pretty fun environment. A lot of other racers cheering you on and there's just this big, like, let's get this done feeling mm -hmm. on your training runs. Like you're running 20 miles by yourself, like out in the middle of nowhere. You know, I run out in West Kaysville often during my, my marathon training. And, and it's, it's like, flat and it's more flat. flat and hot <laughs> and, boring. and boring. And yeah, I'm like, I run from Farmington all the way to Layton and then all the way back up to Fruit Heights. And it's like, mm -hmm these big long training runs and there's nobody cheering me on. There's right. a car that honks at you occasionally for like running too far into the middle of the road. And it's like, if you knew how far I'd run, right, like, yeah. you would not I'm be so honking. <laughs> right. But uh, like, those are the moments that where you really do prove to yourself, like I can do this. I can do hard things. This is as not fun as it is in moments, like being able to look back and say six months ago or six years ago or whatever that is, I couldn't do that. Like there's right. no way I could have finished this. That's pretty, that's pretty fun to be able to right. learn that about yourself. That's true. So one of the big qualifications I have for whether or not someone is healthy, and this is what I try and teach my patients, um, is when somebody asks you to do something, an activity, what is your first thought? Is it oh, I don't know if my feet can do this, or I don't know if my knees could do that, or, you know, oh, I've kind of had this or that going on. If that's your first thought is, ooh, can my body do this? Then you're not really healthy, right? That there's something unhealthy about your life, lifestyle, or just your condition right now. And so you can be fit, but not necessarily always healthy even. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I really try to push with people is, let's get you to a place where you can be truly healthy where somebody can say hey let's go climb king's peak and it's like all right yeah. let's do it and and your first thought is when can i fit that in my schedule rather exactly. than <laughs> yeah like rather than can my body accomplish that mm -hmm. and so that's such a freeing feeling when you really feel like i could pretty much do just about anything somebody asked me to do right um physically mm -hmm. and that's a great very freeing spot and it takes time and it takes a lot of consistency to get there but it really is a measure of, of health that's beyond just a weight on the scale. I know a lot of people that are thin or, you know, may look great in their swimsuit, but you ask them to climb even a, a small peak here in the valley and they can't do it. Right. And, and so to me, it's not necessarily fit and it's really not healthy. Right. And so, I don't know, have you seen that same thing, I guess, with your, with your clients, um, that same kind of like mentality shift from it being less about aesthetics and more about what I can do and, and yeah, who I, I can be. I think so. I mean, it's something that I'm constantly preaching. Yeah. And I am, I mean, I really, they probably get tired of hearing it from me. Sure. But I do have one client in particular who has been frustrated for years yeah. about weight loss and it's just not happening for her. And she, she was really frustrated, but she started doing a little bit of running, mm -hmm. but she has fallen in love with heavy lifting. I mean, awesome. this, this girl is a beast. She that's can awesome. lift so heavy and it's so inspiring to me. Yeah. And that's something that we've worked through. I mean, there really is a psychology and a little bit of, you know, like, right. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. I like, can't think of the word, but, um, 
I guess the psychology is the word yeah. I'm looking for until it comes to me, but of the mental part of fitness mm-hmm. and proving to yourself what you can do right, and, right. and adjusting your goals accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, so maybe the scale is not going to move. Maybe I'm just going to look the way I look. And that's what my body wants to do. But right. dang it, it can lift heavy or it can run fast right. you know, or it can run long or it can run tall mountains, you know, and that's, right. that should be the focus for everybody. Right. And I really think that if you focus on improving that, right. the other stuff may or may not happen, but you'll feel good about yourself and you'll feel healthy. And that's what matters. And that totally is what matters. And more often than not, in that journey of improving yourself and, and doing your personal best, you do see the the other things kind of fall into place. Mm-hmm. When that becomes less of the stress of your working out yes. and you start enjoy enjoying the process more, usually those are just collateral things that kind of happen along Absolutely. with it. You start to see the progress and it's like, oh, I guess I guess this does work when I stop stressing about that one thing. Right. Um, and, and it's amazing to see that transition in people's lives mm-hmm. when they really start living a fit and healthy lifestyle instead of just, you know, focusing on the scale and beating themselves up. How often do you see that? People that are just like emotionally beat down it's by this fitness journey. Really, really often. I mean, especially in the gym setting because I feel like, sorry, my nose is itchy. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, in the gym setting, I feel like there is more of a focus on what I look like. Yeah. I'm trying to lose weight for this vacation or my daughter's wedding or, oh, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and my, my question for those people is, okay, then what? What next? What's next after that? Yeah. You know, what it, What are you going to focus on after that? And the little crash diets, you know, like right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this diet for 30 days. And I'm like, okay, then then what? Yeah. You know, and usually it's like, well, uh, <laughs> that, w- that was the goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, really it's about creating a lifestyle right. of, of being healthy and being fit. And, and again, finding joy in the journey. I mean, you, I mean, if you hate exercise, find a different way to exercise. Right. Because I have people, oh, I hate running. Running is so boring. I'm like, okay, so don't run. It's okay. Yeah, you It's don't my have thing. To. It doesn't have to be your thing. Right. You know? Find something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Find something. Move your body. That's really what right. I feel like it boils down to is movement. And the body craves movement. I feel like oh, so movement cures things. Everything. It heals things. Everything. I'm preaching to the choir right Right, here. right. You know, but we've talked about that. I think yeah. I really believe in movement and aids in healing right. and nutrition. And I think if you're just dancing, I mean, if you love to Zumba or you love to... Right. It works. You know, just shimmy. I don't know. Whatever. No, I'm not uh, yeah. a dancer, so I don't right. know. <laughs> no, me neither. So but, I've got a sister-in-law that does the high fit and it's like... Mm-hmm. For those that love that, that's great. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It's more about just moving. Exactly. Right? It's just about using those muscles. <laughs> Our body is really good at doing what we tell it to do. And if we tell it to be a couch potato, it gets really efficient at not mm-hmm. moving. Or if we tell it, you know what, I'm going to move. As long as we do so safely and gradually enough, it makes those adaptations over time. And eventually, we can do just about anything. I mean, I, I did one of these uh, vodcast episodes about a guy in his 60s that summited Everest. Like, amazing. that's amazing, right? Yeah. And he's, he's super fit. He could still out-hike me any day. Um, but how cool is that, that really just taking that step at a time and going after a goal took him years to get there, mm-hmm. but he, he did it and he summited Everest. Like, there's so many things. It doesn't have to be Everest, though. Your Everest may be, you know, lifting more weight at the gym or, 
you know, participating in a CrossFit competition or whatever that is for you, mm -hmm. that's fine. It just, you've got to start taking those steps and making it part of your lifestyle rather than this punishment for bad eating or this punishment for, you know, having children, which shouldn't be a punishment at all. They're punishment enough sometimes. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, they, but you know, that, that shift in mentality of like, this is what I have to do because I've let myself go. Mm -hmm. That's not very motivating, right? That no, doesn't, no. that doesn't keep you going for very long. And so if you can shift towards that lifestyle, I love what you said there. I think it's golden. The joy in the journey. You've got to find the joy in the journey because it is a journey and it's going to take time. But when you find that it's fun in certain points or that you can take joy in some of the many accomplishments along the way. And, and I think it's important to look back to find joy in the journey. That's one thing I encourage my patients to do all the time because I shoot for one pound a week weight loss, which looking forward, it's like, one pound a week, that's not a lot. That's really slow. It's like, yeah, but if I told you in three months you can be 15 to 20 pounds lighter, you know, right. that actually sounds like a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I said to you back at Christmas time, like, it's going to take six months, but you'll be, you know, 25, 30 pounds lighter, you'd go, yeah, I'll take that. You know, in June, you'd say 25 pounds since Christmas, that's great. Yeah. But looking forward, sometimes it's hard to see those goals and how they'll, they'll come about. But anyway, it's been awesome talking to you. I love that idea of joy in the journey um, and hearing about some of the things that helped you find joy in the journey. Um, any advice to, to people out there about how they can find joy in the journey? Um, just move. Just get started. Yeah. And stop making food the enemy. Yep, <laughs> it's agreed. The, it's your friend. It's you know, it's fuel. It's fuel for your body. You put right. gas in your car. You put food in your body to make it go, and just just go and move and find something that you love and yep. and just be I happy. <laughs> Perfect. Great parting words of advice. Thank you so much. Again, this is Sherry Shepard. We'll uh, drop some links to her blog and her Instagram page um, down below. So check those out. Super excited to have her on. Thank you so much. Um, and it's been fun exploring her joy in her journey. And uh, we will catch you on the next episode of the Body Smart Podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now get out there and take the next step for living your active lifestyle. Thanks for listening to Run Amazing Utah. Remember, if they can do it, you can do it too. If you have an inspirational running story or know someone who does, we would love to feature you too. Contact us through our Instagram or Facebook, Run Amazing Utah.